Looking to legalize ignorance, bigotry, and execution? Can my medicine start texting me, and if so, will Viagra only send me dick pics? Love that BK Whopper smell so much you need to share it with everyone? And are you rich but bored? Well, Lost at Home has a prescription for you, and it's called Shut the Fuck Up and Listen. Time for another dose, you dweebs. I'm Jeremiah. And we're back for episode 59. <laughs> 59. I know. I like 59 Yeah, I know. 59 is where you uh, curl up uh, in, in an S like uh, like this. I thought it was where you 69 with someone a foot taller or shorter than you. It's awkward. The, the parts don't match. They don't match at all. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. You're you're definitely. Um, yeah. It's like it's me. Like I don't want to get deep in that. Me honestly, curled up in in a ball, and, and a woman trying to uh, suck my penis, like trying to pry me, like give me that dick. Like that's the way all the ladies treat me. <laughs> I, I was gonna let you go for a minute there yeah. and see where that went. <laughs> give me that. Give me that dick. Stop crying, you little bitch. Give me that dick. Oh, that was being said at you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't saying that at the I woman. I was like, which tranny were you being <laughs> verbally abusive to this past weekend while I was gone? Where the hell's that dick gonna, <laughs> gonna crack you open like a nutshell? Get that dick. Mm, tasty, oh. tasty dick. Now, we uh, uh, we hope everyone uh, likes this week's show. Yeah, um, like that show. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I just oh, no, 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 get lost in that voice. You're fine. Really you're fine. I get lost in the voice. No, I was going to say, I hope that everyone likes this week's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of rushed slightly to compile our story list for this week, even though it is a, it's a good grouping of stories, uh, and I'm very happy pretty, with it. pretty well for me. Um, I was out of town. I took a brief uh, trip down to New, or- uh, New Orleans. <laughs> New oh, you York did that City. Before, I did yeah. that last year, yeah. yeah. Uh, to New York City for my anniversary of my uh, wife's wedding. It was hers, not mine. <laughs> you were just you were you were, you were best man. <laughs> I, I, I was there, you know. I took pictures. Yep. No, actually, I didn't. Um. Uh, actually, I did find the pictures recently. Uh, other people take... took pictures because oh, 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 I couldn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. And I actually got some of them back. Uh, you're in them, of course, because you were there when I got married. That's right. Uh, very few people were, actually. Uh, three three friends. You, yeah. you were one of them. I mean, by design. It wasn't like you invited like 200 people. And only three no, people no, 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 yeah. no. We, we this actually, was a city, city hall style. We eloped. Yeah, we yeah. totally eloped. So, but, but that's a marriage. It, and we went to the Bahamas is, yeah. last year for our honeymoon. And, and you this did it like year on for... the steps, and it's a pretty place. Yeah. Montpelier is yeah. pretty anyway, so it's not like a gritty, ugly city hall. Oh, no, everything like was good. Very beautiful in front of the big bell there and blah, blah, And this past weekend was our anniversary of that momentous Which occasion. Which did not feel like so a, we, a year ago. So mm. we skipped out for the weekend. We just went to New York City. And uh, I got to say, uh, I'm going to start the show out here by telling everyone to boycott Delta Airlines. Oh, dude, I could have told Never, you ever, ever fly with Delta. If just, you, if you can a, avoid them, just do it. That's a pile of shit <laughs> fucking flying in the air on a turd uh they're just they're the worst we really to, you know what it is we get to the airport three minutes late for the computer three minutes we were told that the computer shut off taking you know taking new uh tickets mm-hmm. uh three minutes before and we're like oh wow that's not long the plane's gonna be here for another 45 
Can we just can you just key entry us in and we'll just we'll just run to the plane. We have tickets, we have seats. We paid. And she would just she stonewalled us, the lady at the counter. She was like, Nope. That's uh, it. Nope. Okay. Can't travel. Great. She's like, You're not going. I'm like, uh I got I well at first I reasoned. I did like the seven steps of like uh, they'll, they'll of finding out someone like a friend of yours died and you have to like accept it. Like first I had anger, you know, yeah. and then I then I had uh, I wouldn't believe it. I, I just couldn't believe what was happening. And then I went back to anger. I believe this is how the steps work, right? Yeah, yeah. You always go back to anger. Every other one is anger. <laughs> then I was. Then I went to bargaining. Yep. I tried offering her more money. Angry bargaining. Then I went back to anger. Yeah. Um, what ended up happening was we ended up having to take a completely different airline, last minute ticket flight. That's three good, hours actually. later. Well, which which, uh, which airline did you end up taking? Uh, the one to the left. <laughs> JetBlue. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say because JetBlue is actually they, you. Jet you Blue. actually ended up. Probably because Deltas, also their planes fucking suck. Deltas are just shit and they're fucking tight. De- only, like, if you can possibly choose JetBlue, and if you're one of those few places, few places, one of those places that's lucky enough to have Virgin uh, Airlines, which I've only heard about. Those are supposed to be fucking Yeah, I've never been on a Virgin flight. And amazing, but... Uh, but JetBlue is the like the only way to go now. I I've flown really? like American okay. American Airlines. It was a nice Delta. flight once I got on that plane. Can't which, stand uh, it. Oh god, and it fucking... was only three hours later, which wasn't bad. But the the bad part was is that we they lost our we, well we lost our first flight and those tickets were non refundable of course. Oh fuck. And the return flight was also through Delta because we bought tickets to there and tickets to home from the same airline. And I called a Delta representative to make sure our flight home was secure. And they said, um, yes, only if you pay $300 for missing your first flight. So they punished us for not letting us on the first flight wow. by saying you have to pay $300 extra to keep Delta the flight anyway. back that uh, you had already paid for. If anybody out there works well, for them, Delta, I told them where to go. for a, a shit industry. You know, I mean, a shit fucking airline i don't care who you are your yep. dad owns a place he deserves to rot in hell oh i told him where to go and i took a train back because you because yeah trains are nice uh, yeah. Uh, amtrak yeah yeah they're Penn like Station they're chill. i mean they take a little longer but eight and like, a half hours but i can't wait like <laughs> oh yeah no i mean oh actually yeah compared to flying way i watched longer. a lot of uh <laughs> the indestructible kimmy schmidt on netflix which is a great show and i watched tucker and dale versus evil for the third time right because uh, my I, wife I, had never seen it as, so that was as her a little first. i guess as a little uh organic cross promotion uh all of y'all who uh have been waiting for horror in the court we do apologize we had some uh technical difficulties for our last show which was supposed to be the uh um wishmaster versus wishmaster leprechaun, leprechaun. um Long story short, I lost all the pieces because uh, Logic Pro Delta sucks, and so does Apple's Logic Pro. Fucking threw it away, piece of shit. It, it, there's no way you should ever lose an audio file. It should be indestructible. Impossible. I agree. Um, I mean, Pro Tools doesn't allow that. Uh, Adobe the episode audition. may not be entirely dead, um, but at the moment, it's on yeah. a it's on a weird hiatus. It is on a weird hiatus. Kind of In fact, our next one might come out before this other one. We might be able to reconstruct this out of little bits and pieces. We'll just number them out of order. Yeah, and be like, where's that other one? Come? Yeah, but anyway, uh, so we're we're actually going to be do, uh, probably one of the reasons you watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil, other than the fact that it's was a fucking amazing the, movie. It's but an amazing movie. It uh, it's part of our next uh, horror in the court, which is uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil uh, versus The Cabin in the Woods, both two of like my favorite new movies. Exactly, uh, very meta, very modern. We'll very, we'll, we'll geek out about yeah. those uh, at the next. If you want to hear us geek out about those horror in the court, Tucker and Dale's uh, so probably good. in a you know a couple weeks or so. You can see the, the or listen to the new horror in the court. But I love when Tucker has all the bee stings in his face, and Dale's like, "What happens? Like I saw it through a beehive. Yeah. Why'd you saw through a yeah. beehive? He's like I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you do that? Like so stupid. I just love man the." 
the first one where like the kid's like sneaking up and then he just comes around the corner fucking wailing the chainsaw trying to get out of the chainsaw straight out of the like last scene Texas Chainsaw Massacre like almost like frame by frame the way he's waving the chainsaw around but it's at bees yeah but at bees yeah and it's so like that's how beautiful it is being meta like it almost frame by frame they're like man everybody's seen fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre they're gonna be freaked out by Hillbilly uh like walking around exactly. With so anyway, that's a little side sidetrack. Yeah. So make sure motion. to make sure to go to iTunes and check out Horror in the Court. Um, yeah. It is our other podcast. Uh, there's only about four episodes up, I believe, at the moment. Three, yeah, three, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a newer show. Uh, yeah. We did start it last year, but we've had we've had actually. You said it best. It's cursed. It it was. You know the funny. You know, no, we, no, no, no. I'm owning this. It's a cursed show. It's had a lot of problems. We've only had one episode that went flawless so far. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We only had one, and it was the last one we did, which was Nightmare on Elm Street versus, well, now technically two ago. But. Nightmare on Elm Street versus uh, Friday the 13th. The good thing is, is a lot of the, uh, it was, yeah, it was like, it started out with, you know, one side getting, having an issue that us, uh, but it, it's all been like software related. Um, yeah. And, and you know now what? I've got it down. I've fucking got it down. We've got the webcam here. We've got everything all More set. so than all of that. I mean, the idea that it is a cursed show makes us want to try harder. The Lost Known Podcast, uh, to anyone out there who loves this show and listens to it weekly, it, it's kind of an easy show to produce overall, unless we do a special one-off week like the Variety Hour that's going to be airing in two weeks. Well, me and you sitting in the same yeah. place. But and the actually, Horror in the Court's a lot harder of a show to produce. We, got, we have a really remote person a couple hours away. So, I mean, a couple hours. So we've got a couple ideas time. on how to make it better. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jer actually uh, has done it, a maybe? couple fun things to maybe uncurse it. So uh, just definitely subscribe to it. If you like uh, our witty banter here, it's basically the same thing, but with Darren Ewing from Troll 2. Who has and just, a lot of horror even talk. Even better at the, uh, the witty banter, especially his knowledge of horror movies and... Uh, he has an insane been, knowledge of horror movies. He's, he's been a part of it. I know every time like we ch- chime in, like we pop up these like weird horror movies or something, and he'd be like, "It's not even the the movie itself." There'll be somebody like nineteen people down in IMDb, and he'd be like, "Oh, such and such was such a great character actor." Blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about, but thank you. Yeah, he has an uncanny memory sometimes, yeah. and I really appreciate it because I don't always. Yeah, well, he's um, he's great for the trivia. He's a great judge for that because he's like smarter than us when it comes to the horror movie trivia and stuff like that. Now, chair, um, I was talking about being in New York City. Yes, yes, um, yes. I'm going to show you a picture I've never shown you before. Penis. The, the audience can't uh, see this, so could you describe it okay. for um, whomever is listening? Yes. Uh, this uh, without saying the title or anything, or you mean just the nope. okay? Uh, I'm looking the at title. A, I'm, I'm I'm looking at a at a poster, and there it's a silhouette, uh, a bikini clad silhouette, very clearly, um, and uh, what appears to be a beaver. Getting very close to the v- vagina part of this, and the silhouette. title of the movie is, and the uh, and it's uh, in theaters and on demand. March twentieth is the title of the movie. What is the title of the movie? In theaters and Th- this on is, demand. This isn't the joke. There's March a, there's 20th. an actual joke here. Um, Zombievers. Zombievers. We've yes. talked about Zombievers over the course of this show's history a lot, including like one of our very first episodes. Yeah. If not like what third episode or do you know why i'm bringing up this poster of zombievers to you and why this is significant in any way to our show or why it's funny is that not the zombievers or what this poster i found posted on the side of the building of the scientology headquarters in new york city oh awesome 
Yes. You should have fucking taken that poster. Though. We were walking. Poster. I want that poster. I wanted to, but there was a window right there, and people, like, to the left of it. like, looking at no, you. No, no, no. It was actually a pizza place that oh. I got pizza from. On the corner, there's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, literally, if you go. Like, you go around a, the corner from the Scientology like, like, place. Scientology yeah. door, pizza door. Yeah, like, like you could brainwashing, and then you could wash it down with a nice slice of. So I wanted to take the poster, but I was like, somebody's probably going to say something in this place. Yeah, you don't want to steal that. But it's New York City, and I kind of figure shit happens all the time, but I was I was so close to stealing that wicked It's too bad, like, not that long ago, you totally could have gotten away with that when uh, all the police were like pretty on much on their just, strike, like, yeah. essentially striking, like or boycotting the mayor. Uh, so they were like that's doing a better no picture of it right there. But yeah, it yeah. was uh, it was directly so under so, so it was directly is, under that. So that is out. which I'm also showing Jeremiah Ooh. another picture of my vacation, and this is yeah. a. Four to five story tall Scientology light up sign yeah, like a, just like, off Times Square in yeah, New York City. Like neon sign. Yeah, with a small banner below it that says Church of Scientology, almost lit up like a marquee for like a Broadway theater. Mm-hmm. Like I want to go is, I want to go see the production of Scientology. It's what it is, man. It's very I didn't very know the well South Park guys made another Broadway play. Oh, Book of Mormon, could. and then this Book one just called no, Scientology. Scientology. Uh, dude, I would watch that. They don't, honestly, for all the money they rake in on their Broadway show for uh, Book of Mormon, they don't have enough money for Scientology, the, the musical. They would they would get sued so hard. Well, not even sued, they would just get, like, possibly... Cease and uh, desist orders. Sued, death threats. Cease and desist. I mean, let's face it, uh, Scientology has that fucking John Travolta money behind it, right? Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise money. Tom Cruise? He's, yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, by the way, I did look into getting tickets for uh, Book of Mormon. Oh, $500. Oh, yeah, well, if you can get them, you can get them. I was going to say 500, 500 bucks for, for 2018 or whatever. Uh, yeah. I think you can actually Insane. get it Insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you can go see a late night show tape for free, like Daily Show, fuck it. That's a better option. I tried that too, but I, I looked Yeah, too late. yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll see. It's one of those where as time goes on, I mean, Book of Mormon has, I mean, it probably has a few years before we actually see tickets come down to a price we could afford. Or I think maybe an actual yeah. uh, uh, rentable or VOD type version of it. I, I kind of feel at some point that they almost should release this in another format. Like, how about Book of Mormon the movie? Mm-hmm. A lot of Broadway plays are becoming movies or have become movies. Right. Uh, we all remember Hugh Jackman in uh, Les Miserables. I, I never watched it, but we I know you remember Hugh that was in he it. was in it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying, I'm not going to see that. Um, all right. So um, I think NYC, we should move into yeah, the so show good, good, proper. Good time in NYC. Yeah. That's the way it goes. I don't want to talk more about that. It was a lot of fun, but uh, yeah. I love it. I haven't been to New York in a while. I, I actually thought about when I'm going to D.C., I actually thought about intentionally getting um, – because a lot of times I'll get the the cheaper flight. This time the client's paying for it, so I'm just taking a direct flight for more expensive. But I actually a lot of times end up, you know, getting a layover in JFK. And this time I was actually thinking about intentionally getting a layover on the way back, and actually instead of getting a layover, actually getting a stop and then going getting back on for right, spend yeah. an entire day in New York again. No, but then I was fun, like, yeah. it's also not very far away. I might as well. I could just go down to New York at some point. Yeah, take a bus down even. Just to warn you, a, 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 a Uber ride from JFK to the center of Times Square. About an hour. Yeah. No, it, it was yeah. not quick. <laughs> no, no, I know. Actually, uh, I, I got used to that with DC, too. Um, when you go to uh, Dulles, it's, like, way the fuck out there. JFK is its own its own area. Uh, LaGuardia is a different different story. <laughs> and you just, you just clubbed somebody by the sounds of it. Yeah. And that is the sound of going into the show proper. Hey, let's talk about Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash loss. You can go there. You can get five books. <laughs> 
five? <laughs> I was waiting for you to like keep that roll going, but no, five. No, but um, you could. You can, you can pick you from want. any one of their five books, and you can get one of those free. Yep. Uh, if you go to that link and uh, support the show, because we get a small kickback when anyone does that. Yeah, you sign up. And um, any one of those five books that Audible offers currently can be played on any smartphone, Android, or iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Smartphone, those, Android, those iPhone. <laughs> um, and... Because there's a nice handy app, and you can actually play them just like a podcast. They've got the Commodore have... phone. The Commodore phone is really awesome. It's oh. very large. What and I, it what takes I... a floppy disk only. <laughs> you remember those? Yep, I do. Floppy disk sticks out the side of the phone of yeah. six inches. Yeah. Only one inch goes in. Yeah, yeah. You have to twist the little thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, the great thing is, is like I know a lot of people who listen to podcasts, like myself and Jeremiah here, and they often complain, like, yeah, sometimes they take weeks off, or uh, there's not enough content, or this show is short this week, and they're like, what do I listen to while I'm jogging or at work? Because I'm out of stuff. Not one of the other. Th- hundreds of thousands of millions of podcasts. No. That, you, there's you, not th- that you, many good ones. No, you should go to Audible and look at any one of their five books that are audiobooks that can be listened to while jogging or driving or at work. Yep. And uh, by using our link, you get a free month of Audible and you get one of those five books free on us. If you actually drive a pedicab for work, all three of those are sort of true. Jogging, yep. driving, and while at work, all at the same time. For, for yeah, yeah, you could all... Yeah, you can do You do, do all three of them. Yep. Okay. Um, I just don't want to advertise anymore. <laughs> I'm cutting it short. Is that cool with you? Are we cool? Yeah, whatever. Are we cool, bro? I thought this was the Audible show. I, that's no. that was that's where my uh, notes actually end. Oh, you don't have a show? Okay, Um, here, I can start the show off right. by what, what uh, telling think? our listeners they need to do something, and I'm hoping they'll actually listen to oh, us because this seems yes. important. This is actually very important. Now, our first story of this week is... Um, a change.org petition that I myself have already gone and signed and I'm urging anyone who's listening to our podcast to go and do the same if they feel like it or if they have a change.org account so it's nice and quick and convenient for them but after you hear this you may be uh, compelled to go do so yourself even if you don't have an account set up Um, the uh, change.org petition is to disbar lawyer Matthew Gregory McLaughlin he wants to legalize the shooting and killing of LGBT's in the state of California. Yeah. And this uh, petition specifically is for the California State Bar to disbar him yeah. for this position. Because this person actually uh, submitted a petition for an initi- initiative measure. A ballot called, initiative. Yeah, called because uh, in California, if you've got enough money, to, uh, or not, sorry, you've got enough signatures, you can actually get a, um, and it doesn't cost that much. Any initiative but, on a ballot. Um, yeah, and, and really, so what it allows any human being out there sometimes it's good to have citizen-based petitions but it also i think it's it a usually, wonderful thing and i think this is obviously going to be voted down like 99 percent to one unless yeah i mean because this is a little extreme <laughs> a, little, a, little. a little extreme even even the mormons won't get behind this one but the prop 8 stuff they got behind and of course that they, he literally wants this is to the legalize sodomite, killing it's called the sodomite suppression act yes. He literally wants to legalize the murdering of lesbians, gays, bisexuals, and transgender people in California. I, I, I'm speechless. I just can't believe someone could like wake up in the morning and go, "I'm." You know what's wrong with the world? People. It's it's in. It, I mean, in plenty of places. I think California technically they you can uh, submit somebody can get the death penalty, right? But he's saying essentially allowing you like, to like get on the, the street, death you can pull a pistol out from your 
hip holster? I don't know. I don't know what open carry does. Like, do you have a hip holster or a bandolier or something? <laughs> Everybody should have bandoliers. It's actually uh, paragraph six of the <laughs> Sodomite Suppression Act is also everybody must carry a bandolier. Ironically enough, it should be rainbow. Yep, colored. <laughs> it's for the irony. The irony is this person passed it, for the, the The sole reason why this bill will never work if it actually is passed by popular vote is there is an anti-baiting uh, law in California for hunters. Uh, they can't put out salt licks or any form of bait to bait their prey. So even if this law were to pass, his uh, rainbow bandoliers to bait prey oh, right, uh, yeah. would violate that law. Yeah. So no his, worries, yeah. state of California. If this law passes. Yeah, the, the dick lick that he puts out there, too. The dick lick. Is it also just a block of salt? Shaped like a penis. A salty penis. Yeah. Or uh, I guess uh, or a vagina or whatever them LGBTs are all into. Do lesbians really like salty vaginas? Let's explore this topic next week on the Lost and Known podcast. <laughs> Empty promises, or maybe we will. Who knows? Depending and the story on comes, comes up about like salt lick shaped, you know, masturbatory Wait, tools for women. Salt lick shaped? No, yeah. no, literally, like, <laughs> so like, like a, a brick, okay. a brick. <laughs> Wait, we've had brick dildos before. We this did. We had a, we, we had, had an entire long, episode called Brick Dildo. We had a long conversation about. Brick if you're dildos. a longtime listener of our show, or just a new listener who's super excited and has gone back and listened to all previous episodes, you probably know about the Brick Dildo. I can't remember anything about it, but I remember it was a movie. About that. Remember, it was a Teen Wolf yep. inspired movie. Oh no, we yeah we got we got a ways into it. In fact, I, we I, that was actually couldn't... one of my favorites because he kept saying, "Dude, he threw a brick." <laughs> yeah, but he was he was actually the the, the great, oh, great, yeah. great 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 grandson. That's of, right. of the vampire hunter that had brick shaped tiltos that he shoved in the vampire's mouth. I'm gonna have to go back and re-listen to that, <sighs> as opposed to maybe revisiting it right here on the spot. <laughs> right. Oh no no I'll I'll I'll, I'll I'll let this go for now. How about no, that? No, I, I actually, I'm curious. I might actually go back and listen to that part of that episode because I can't remember much about it. So. Yeah, but essentially, I'd like anyone to go to change.org and look up this story. It's pretty easy to find. Um, uh, lawyer Matthew Gregory McLaughlin, um, please sign this petition. Um, it's basically arbitrary when you get down to it. This isn't going to change anything because this petition is legally binding and he's allowed to do it. It's just gross and getting a little bit more attention out there against this would be great. So... Um, if you support uh, anti-hate movements and if you support not murdering people randomly for blanket reasons that don't make sense, then uh, go and sign this. <laughs> Pussy. Yeah. So, uh, Jerry, you also brought um, something oh, yeah. to the oh, table. So this, this is, I think, in the past weeks, you we've been talking about some Kickstarter stuff, Indiegogo. We've had yeah, different we, names for it. We, Kickstart we're what calling now. it a Kickstart What Now for all this new segment I of our show. I think we're rebranding it. We As are. of today, and we're even going to have a little intro song for it. Uh, or something, something for it. Yeah. Uh, this is now called Go Fund Yourself. Hey! Hey, you! You! Hey! Go Fund Yourself! Now, this time around, this is, again, a lot of, in, in the past, we've kind of been like, why the fuck is this being funded? This one I actually want to get funded, so this is uh, kind of like your change.org petition, um, only not quite as... Uh, um, uh, you, st you, still, humanity, you still want someone say. to go here and do this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would say if I had to choose, go to change.org, although that's free. But the, uh, the the Kickstarter, or this was Indiegogo in this case, um, you you need to go to is for, there's this classic Scary Stories um, compendium. I think it was three books overall. Yeah, I have the first one, one of those books at home, and it's got amazing art. And yes. I've, I haven't read my book yet, but I have flipped through and checked out the pictures. Well, and, and I remember reading the book when I was a kid, and the, the stories aren't that great. It was the art that actually uh, 
solidified like a lot of my love for horror, or maybe it was my horror, love for horror that actually got me loving these pictures. But these like graphite pen, uh, graphite drippy ink, uh, charcoal drawings that are just absolutely like creepy as shit. Hints and of actually, color from time to time. And, and they're just way creepier uh, than um, than the actual stories themselves. And I, I didn't realize it's actually one of the most banned children's books of all time one of the first in fact yeah because it actually uh and i think a lot of it had to do with the art because again the stories they're creepy but when they actually coincide with the art because the stories are only two or three pages long they're twilight zone-esque right they're they're more pg on that yeah 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 Yeah. and there's a twist oh that usually goes into it like oh my god you know he went down the stairs uh, uh, what's the name of the scary. actual Indiegogo project for people to go look for? Uh, scary Stories, a documentary. And I'm actually going to play uh, just a little bit from the um, from the intro video or the promo video. A boy was digging at the edge of the garden when he saw a big toe. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck to something. So he gave it a good hard jerk, and it came off in his hand. Then he heard something groan and scamper away. The boy took the toe into the kitchen and showed it to his mother. It looks nice and plump, she said. I'll put it in the soup, and we'll have it for supper. Hi, I'm Cody. Many of you know I'm reading from one of the most banned children's books of all time. It's a book that was passed from one kid to the next as as if it held some kind of mystical power. It's a book that was always checked out of the school library. It's the book that inspired the first excitement in reading for me and a lot of other kids. And, uh, okay, so this is about Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is the name of the actual uh, book group. But then they had Scarier Stories to Tell in the Dark. And, and to be honest, it's a really easy book to find. Like if you, it is uh, now, if yeah. If you go to the library, if you go to book sales, use bookstores, yes. if you yard sale, you will find it almost anywhere yeah. you go. And you, you, can find, you can find new versions of it, although it actually uh, kind of hurt me a little bit to uh, find out recently in the last couple of years that they've actually – to bring it up to a new audience and probably to make it not so controversial, they actually got a new illustrator to re-illustrate it, uh, which is actually kind of kind of sacrilege, honestly. So, so you should go that, out. That'd and, be like taking the stand by Stephen King and removing all those beautiful Bernie Wrightson pictures, right? And oh, like yeah, and yeah. like having them updated by like Scotty Young or somebody. Yeah, I mean, like something it, it, like the the artists looked like they were good, and like the artists when I was reading about the new artists doing it, they're like. I kind of felt weird doing this because I grew up loving these pictures, but at the same time, I understand people wanting to, you know, rebrand it for a new generation. So if you're getting it, you should look for like a used copy or at the library. Which is so look easy. For, this easy is uh, to Stephen find. Stephen Gamble is the uh, the artist from the other one. But let me just uh, a quick little uh, peek into what they want to explore in this documentary. Um, they're looking for the history of, uh, or they're going to explore the history of Gothic children's folklore in general, which should be kind of cool. Um, the publication history and the spread of Scary Stories series and its illustrations, censorship and the challenging uh, nature of children's literature, artists inspired by the illustrations, the role of storytelling for children's literature, the history of illustrations in gothic children's literature, origins of specific tales told in the books, um, the life of Stephen Gamble's artwork over the years, and the journey of the actual uh, author, Alvin Schwartz, um, as they uh, found and compiled the stories. And um, the uh, the actual body count of children murdered by other children who were subversed by this book because it should have been banned, right? This is a this is a just action banning it, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so th- there's a talk about the body count, the amount of children who either murdered after reading it or who were were murdered by other kids who read. And actually, this, this that's a high this, number, this, this right? This is a very scary statistic, probably scarier than the, the um, images in in and of themselves. More children have died. From uh, uh, because as a result of this book, 
that have died from eating four porcupines. Wow. More Holy have died. Sh- if you I, ever if you ever just think about the that statistics. I'm, glad, I'm really glad they banned this. Here, here's the thing is almost as many have died um as as there are children who have died from eating five porcupines. Damn. Okay. I'm 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 glad they're addressing this. It's okay. some it's yeah. something we need to know about. I'm really glad when schools ban books, it always makes sense. Always. Yeah. Well, that's why I've actually started. I my agree new with every. Campaign. I agree with every book that has ever been banned from children. I agree my my change.org petition actually recently that I posted and Indiegogo campaign is called uh, banthatbook.org, um, and it's, it's about banning every book. Every book, yeah. Because e- if you, because e-book. if you're gonna ban a book because like something happens in it that you don't quite think a child should learn about, just ban all books. Let's ban it. Just ban them all. Fuck ban it. It I makes no sense to ban one. I mean, blanket ban them. If you ban one, ban them all. Yeah, you're not going to shoot one gay or lesbian person in California. You're going to shoot, shoot them all. Them all. You got, I mean, if you want to succeed, I, you're going to be a loser if you only shoot one. Yeah. If if I see if I see a guy shoot a gay guy on a street, or a lesbian, or a transgender, or a bisexual person, I'm guessing from the the bisexual person have a shirt on so I can tell. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, half pink and blue. Exactly. Yeah. That's how that's how they all dress. Yep. It's like gang colors. Yep. Um, I, I believe I will uh, tell the guy he's a massive loser, and I don't respect him because he can't kill them all. Yep. Better, gotta kill them all. Yeah. So this is um. By the way, this, the the Lost on podcast uh, highly respects the LGBT community, yeah. and uh, <laughs> this, we, we yeah. made joke, but uh, we we actually we should just have, like an alarm, be like satire, satire. Well, this show definitely uh, this show definitely pushes some barriers and pushes some buttons sometimes for so satire. We, but yeah. but it's all for satire's sake, and we definitely have no uh, hate towards any one group of people for any reason. I I actually have uh, hate uh, toward all groups of people for all reasons. That's actually a more fair statement than any unfair, you know, limiting statement. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like taking one group and being like, uh, like, why do you hate the Mayans so much? There's more people out there to hate. Be, be clear, like, hate assholes. Assholes fit every genre oh, of person dude, and go assholes. across the like they go across the world. I would eat an asshole right now. Oh, okay. Um, Tasty, salty. Oh, can so- you carry the show for a minute while I grab some jelly? Yes. <laughs> uh, a spice jelly, please. Uh, I have jalapeno jelly and apple jelly. Ooh, can you mix them? Actually, probably pretty good. Actually, actually it probably would. That I want that on good. toast right now. <laughs> Fuck assholes. Yeah, that's kind of like oh. a... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bam! You're dead in California. Oh, because I made that joke. And you're up uh, They wouldn't even know. Like, and looking to sodomize. And I'm wearing... Buggery. I'm wearing blue and... Shit, I'm wearing a lot of blue, actually. <laughs> blue and gray. Wow, how boring. Me too. I'm matching Vermont's I'm, atmosphere at the Oh, moment. I've got a little bit of white. Uh, so so far, this yeah, uh, th- this um, <laughs> scary stories of documentaries. Um, it started on March 18th. It's only raised about 3,500 bucks of its 28 thousand dollar goal. So I'm really hoping people can chime in. It's open until April 27th though. So hopefully it picks up. Um, you can give one dollar, fifty dollars, hundred bucks, or this and that. And uh, you know, I won't run through the whole uh, gamut of what you can get for rewards, but just go to the uh, Indiegogo campaign and check it out and help out a buck or two at a time. Sounds and good, I Jared. Love, I would love to see it. I would love to too. Um, you know what else I'd like to I see? Would love to too. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? A, what are you a ballerina? <laughs> don't sh- don't oh, shoot me, man. bro! Don't shoot me, bro! Man, I got you on that one. You're not a ballerina. No, no, you? no. But I am somebody who's interested in the future, and the year 2025 uh, interests me to no end. Even better, 2525. Yeah. I would say. Well, I just want to. I want to live to see twenty twenty five. Like that, that actually <laughs> interests me at a personal level. Like, like I, I want to get. You're talking about. I want to get there. Yeah, twenty twenty five does interest me. In a, but in the I, meantime, I will be, I will be 
25 uh, years older than I was in the year 2000. So sure. I'll be uh, years old. Yeah. So um, let's move on to the year 2525. In the year 2525. Okay. Uh, Jared, you bring this yeah. one to the table yet again. This is uh, actually pretty interesting. Gee, Jared um, does a lot of the heavy lifting on this week where I was gone all weekend. What do you know? <laughs> actually, I think you uh, you take over a lot in web droppings. I think I got one when, he, when we get Don't tell me where here. I take over. Okay. <laughs> I, I was not threatened by that sentiment whatsoever. My, uh, this is a pill. It is. That can text. It can. From. Inside. Oh, you threw me off. <laughs> what do I say now? <laughs> the body, body, Exactly. Body, it's a pill body, that can text from body, inside of the body, human body. body and literally, body, when we say body, text, body, we mean it can text body, directly to your mobile device body, from your body, stomach. Body, body, body. I was in a very deep cave where I said the word body and that's it. Now, why would we want a pill to text our phone? I wanted to let me know, hey, buddy, you're going to get diarrhea pretty soon. Best go get the squirter. Oh, yeah, because some of these pills have really bad side effects. But there are actually positive reasons for having a pill text your phone. Um, hey, buddy, going to shit your pants pretty soon. Might as well go hit that shitter over there. I really want to make sure I just don't shit my pants. That's what laxatives say. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, like a pooping app. Like, yeah. Better find hey, the bathroom in point three seconds. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I wish they would tell close. me ahead of time. Uh, yeah, but each the, these pills actually contain a sensor. Uh, and I guess the... It's a the, sand the grain size sensor. It's really small. I was yeah, very impressed yeah. by that. So you take the pill, it, the pill dissolves, the sensor is left in your body, it actually transmits signals to like a patch on your arm, I guess, which then uh, in turn can be transmitted to your cell phone. Yep. Which tells you things like, um, hey, don't don't get diarrhea. Uh, I really just want an app that tells me when I'm getting diarrhea because I have been in some bad situations. Um, where I have almost shit myself, and I just really don't ever want that to happen. I've actually, at one time, I farted on the way to work, and I had to turn around and go back home. And get <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that's oh. a true fucking story, actually. I, I was like, I was pulling into the parking lot, and I was just like, I'm going to let this fart out, blap, and just like, I'm like, now I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go back home. I lived in Waterbury at the time, I fucking drove back to Waterbury. Changed my underwear, came back. I had to explain while I was fucking 45 minutes late to work. It was like, <laughs> no, I didn't shit my pants. What are you saying, boss? Um, so, uh, one of the things that amazes you about this is the fact that there's uh, copper and magnesium alongside the, the, the actual embedded microchip right. that reacts to the stomach acid like a potato battery. Mm-hmm. And it basically it won't power the microchip to send a signal until it hits the stomach acid. And then it instantly powers it up yeah. to send a single specific That's the message. Sound of, uh, yeah, my doctor says I'm supposed to eat fewer uh, potato batteries. <laughs> <laughs> could be the problem. Could be cause of my diarrhea. Actually, <laughs> your explosive diarrhea, sir, uh, is actually battery charged. That's the reason why it's so explosive. Most people's diarrhea does not explode this much. Exactly. <laughs> Man, that's my favorite uh, fucking Lay's potato chip flavor, too. Battery. <laughs> battery. <laughs> Just battery. Yeah. Every chip is covered in, what is it, magnesium and uh, zinc? Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, digital chips. Yeah. Like digital microchips. Like just Oh, di- just digital yeah, chips. Yeah, like they take grain of sand size like microchips and they just like hit them, like dust them, like oh, ranch powder. Yeah, I was going to, yeah, like, yeah. Or so, barbecue powder or whatever yeah. powder they throw in the chip. So cool digital, like, cool, cool, ranch. Cool digital ranch battery chips. Yeah, battery chips. Man, why did those give me diarrhea? I don't know. Yeah. Man. And you can, like, tell on your cell phone how many chips you've eaten. Yeah. You can Too, try to, you can try to sure, beat like, your friend's score. 
<laughs> I ate nine chips tonight. Dude, fucking ate 96. I was high as hell. Yeah. Man, doctor My says, intestines really hurt and I can't go through t- TSA any longer. Phone doctor. I, I set up metal detectors like you would believe. Phone doctor says I have two weeks to live. <laughs> yeah, they find out later on that those tiny microchips become sentient and start lining your colon. <laughs> like building skyscraper type structures outward so poop can't oh, yeah. go through so, them. So, or, so but so when it does, like it a... comes out like a Play-Doh fun factory, like shredded. <laughs> <laughs> and then like... I just pictured, yeah, you, instead of, like, my diarrhea just blasting the side of the bowl, like, these fucking, like, spaceships just take off yep. and then circle around and just go attack shit. And they gain sentience eventually and uh, AI, full AI. Full AI. And, uh, full they, AI they, they, battery they, they, shit. Because of their micro size, they have trouble with uh, processing power, so they tap into our internet and our Wi-Fi and start posting web pages about your eating habits and your shitting habits oh, no. to, to, uh, to uh, basically pick on the yeah. person who owns them. Which is interesting because the eating well, habits are most likely well, these, eat too many battery chips. Well, these robots and shitting all habits are turn Republican. Shit, first of all, shit battery bots. They all turn Republican. The yeah. robots, their their ideals, their their ideology just becomes that. Okay. Through AI, that's the first thing they do, and then they treat the body they're in like Earth for a Republican. Does that oh. make sense to you? You mean like it just doesn't give a shit? Yeah, essentially, or it does like, eventually. Like things aren't going right. And they're they're continued building outward from the circular anus and uh, 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 cavity, mm-hmm. the, the colon. Yeah. They're building skyscrapers like from the inside of a circle towards the center of it. All right, and then it's so poop is trying to go through, and at first it's a little hairy, like you're in the Play-Doh Fun Factory. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually hey! you're only getting little chunks of poop because they're uh, it's it's, you, it's like a metropolis. You're so, trying to shove a turd through, <laughs> <laughs> like shoving a turd through a metropolis. Yeah. Micro machines. <laughs> like, I don't know, but but like basically, the micro machine guy to like actually be like micro machine. Yeah, birds, yeah, etc. Long, et long story short, they 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 tap into our internet and our servers and start doing like right wing conservative messages about how AI is being held back by your consuming of kale. Oh, I got and, you. Yeah. And uh, like asparagus and stuff and. Uh, and they're not believing that, like, the in- innards and the internal workings and are actually... And your body is failing because your turds are coming out. You're backing up and stuff. And yeah. as your body fails... You're just, like, they're, spitting turds they, out. As your body fails, their world is failing that they're attached to. Yeah, in but that they colon. want more battery chips. But they don't believe it's because of what you're doing or what they're doing. Like, you know? You know? You know? Yeah. Also, I think birth control pills should have these... Yep. Just saying. <laughs> I think every time you don't take a birth control pill, if you're a woman who takes them... And uh, this isn't a sexist comment. This is for real. You should have like a Fitbit type thing or an iWatch or a cell phone okay. that then gets a message that says like, it's been more than 24 hours since your last birth control pill. Well, actually, that because is... Because a, a missed birth control pill is not just an issue for a woman or a guy. It's an issue for everyone. It's an issue for society. Yeah. This could actually it's one, lower one thing unwanted if it's, if it's intentional. Um, but actually, a part of this is uh, they were saying like, um, I mean, they were talking about uh, elderly... <laughs> Wait, was that a... Can we just cut? No, no, I actually want, like, a Nintendo sound right when you were talking about unwanted pregnancy. Sorry, to anyone wondering what we're talking about, if you didn't hear it. Oh, it's going in. I don't care if I have to open it. Oh, you're going to add that now? I got a text message because I forgot to turn my ringer off, and my text message is the dying sound from Mario. Yeah, and so the unwanted pregnancy sound is perfect for it. So, yeah, but I guess... They're they're talking about it from an elderly relative perspective, where you can actually 
find out if uh, somebody's taking their medication properly. So if you're a, a caretaker, you can be like, exactly. it'll actually give you a thing being like, I have not seen this for a while. Maybe and you it, it wouldn't be for the this. elderly person. It would be probably more for their children. It, well, yeah, or for the caretaker. Or tech yeah. savvy, yeah. yeah. Some caretaker, like if you're at a nursing home or something like that. Or if you're their child and you care you about your parents. them. Um, yeah. If you're a child and you care about your parent, you don't get a caregiver. You take care of them till they die, Jer. Well, I don't care about my parents. I can't yeah. wait to fucking feed them potato batteries till they croak and <laughs> till they become <laughs> till they become involuntarily Republican. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess maybe I won't do that to them. No, no. I will. I'll. I'll take care of my family. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, you know. So yeah, that's that's twenty five twenty five for you. Yep, yeah, it's actually a really interesting concept. I, I'm, I'm glad it's alive and out there. Now, uh, we're going to do a, a mid-show ad roll here. Oh. Um, we are next month going to be going to ChaseCon, and they were nice enough to supply us with their audio ad. So we thought we'd play it here real quick just to give uh, them a shout-out since they were nice enough to have us there and have us table. So here is a uh, mid-show ad roll for ChaseCon. You looking for a fun place to be this spring? Look for ChaseCon Expo at the Saratoga City Center, 522 Broadway in Saratoga Springs, New York, on April 25th, 2015, with a pre-party the night of the 24th at Bailey's Cafe. Guest stars include voice actress Erica Schroeder, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, WWE superstar Kurt Hawkins, and Blake Foster from Power Rangers. Cosplay guest stars include Katherine Zahn, Miggy Jagger, Jennifer Rose, and more. Come get your picture taken with Kit from Knight Rider, exclusively at ChaseCon Expo. Artists and vendors of all kinds, a cosplay contest, panels, gaming, events, and podcasts all day long. Tickets starting at $7 and up online and $10 at the door on the day of the con. Visit ChaseCon.org for more info. ChaseCon Expo, the only way to chase a con is the ChaseCon way. Good. Thank you, ChaseCon. Thanks for having us. And uh, what is that, April 25th? Fourth is like the party, and Fourth the twenty fifth is, is when we're going to be yeah. doing our thing. Yeah. I don't know how much we should be advertising the pre party because I don't know if it's totally it open to the yeah, public. Yeah, no, it doesn't. But uh, but in our uh, upcoming interview with Chase, he does mention it, yeah. and so I, I think we should at least mention it. So because I think if you buy a certain package or whatever, you can get in. So maybe if people are like, oh, what I want to fucking be a part of that, I want to meet Bruce the Barber beef, Beefcake and all these Kit the Car and all these. Well, actually, the I don't Blue know, Power Ranger. I don't Ranger. know if Kit the Car is going to be at the, have the pre party, but. Um, that would be awesome would be cool. if it's parked in the parking <laughs> lot of the pre-party. Just trying to get in and he can't because he doesn't have his ID or yeah. something like that. I'll go out and pour one out for my homies yeah. on his hood. And then the owner runs out. and he's, Don't you know he's me? Not- I was also the father from, I mean, the, the teacher from uh, Boy Meets World. God and damn it. Some guy just gets out of the car and's like, don't pour beer on the hood. And I'm like, you're not David Hasselhoff. You stole Kit. And knock him out. Yeah. It was David Hasselhoff, Night Rider, yep, right? Absolutely. Oh my God, I God felt I, I had a moment of doubt. Oh no, no, that would have been terrifying. Weird moment of doubt no, in the back of my head. No, like, don't did I just fuck up my icon. Don't, don't doubt the Hoff, man. Hey, you know what's next? My favorite new segment of the show that we've done a couple times before. Hero Prees. Ah, Hero Prees. And seeing as I've taken the last few, do you actually want to take your first? You you, you came to the table with one. I, I did. I, yeah. I wrote them Both out of, of these are food-related, or unless you want me to to, to go first. I don't understand why you want to swap our both food-related uh, Heroic stories, but I'll play the first one. Um, well, I've been talking for a while. Actually, you have too. But I you know, I took the – you were like, oh, Jared brought this one. Jared brought this one. I want people to realize that, you, that it isn't just me carrying the show. You have just as much to bring to the table – well, Jer finishes his mini stroke. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about the Kit Cat Sandwich. Kit. Kit. 
That's why I. That's why I wanted you to go first because it ties into Kit. You should have had a, a nice segue. We, there was actually ample room for a nice segue about Kit. I edit the show. I can make a beautiful segue about Kit. And Fuck, it, you're probably going to too. Yeah. But all this is staying in, so everyone's gonna know what happened. <laughs> God damn it! You got me, Bear. <laughs> you got me, Bear. I thought you were doing a play on my last name. I did. You oh. got me, Bear. Like you, you got me. I thought comma well, bear. I like that. I like that. God damn it! You got me, bear. We'll have to do a T-shirt of that. Probably like a bear fifty nineing someone and blow it. It says, "You got me, bear." <laughs> just a smaller bear, like just like, yeah. like just like holding a bear. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, like Yogi the bear and the other yeah. bear. What God was the damn other it, one? You got Yogi me, and uh, what was the smaller bear that Yogi always? Oh, a uh, little uh, Shrinky Ding. Yeah, the short one. Yeah, Dinklage. Like, yeah, 50, 59ing them too. Yeah, and it says, "You got what, me, what bear." What was his name? A uh, fucking punch basket. <laughs> I'm making shit up now. Uh, uh, no, no, basket. He he stole baskets of. He stole picnic. He baskets. stole he stole picnic, picnic baskets. baskets. Um, what was his name though? The little fuck. Uh, uh short round. Tiny, <laughs> tiny Tim. Tiny, uh, tiny, uh, almost unfuckable little face. Tucker but, the pud fucker. But I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna fuck that Nut, bear nutsy face. Ben Mal, Nut, nutsy McBall clap. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna fuck that little bear face and pedophile bear. Okay. Um. Hey, so boo boo. There it is. Boo boo. Boo boo. Very nice of you to actually pull that out of your ass at the last second. Way to fifty nine. That one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, Kit? Um. Yeah. Kit Kat sandwiches. Japan has the first Kit Kat sandwich. Love it. Um. Now. You're wondering what the hell is a Kit Kat sandwich? Essentially, it is two pieces of what they're calling white bread, but it almost looks like a very fluffy white roll, or like a like a, a not fluffy uh, English muffin or something. But sure, yeah. yeah. It looks and like it, a dense piece of uh, shitty something. And, and in the middle is uh, two bars of a Kit Kat and whipped cream and a little bit of orange peel. I hate to say it, it kind of looks good. I would eat one. I would eat one. First of all, I, I like Kit Kats. I like Kit I'm a Kit Kat guy. I like Kit Kats. What I'm not understanding is America's obsession with Japan and all the weirdness they do and how cool everything they, they do is. But we never Why doesn't it. America try? Why don't we try? We don't adopt it. We were talking like not that long ago about the KFC shit that they exactly. had over there. And we're like, oh, I want it. and they, Or maybe that was Philippine. I don't know. It was somewhere. But um, like I'm sure you've seen the list of like just Kit Kat flavors, let alone. Let's like let's not even explore the world of amazing Japanese versions of everything that we have. Kit Kat flavors alone are mind-boggling. There's like 3,000 of them, and you can buy them all there. Like in any store, you just go to the counter and be like, I'd like a green tea Kit Kat and a uh, mocha expre- uh, espresso Kit Kat. And, and, and over or here, we've got like... a barbecue chicken Kit Kat and a oh, uh, wasabi ginger Kit Kat. They have every flavor. Over here, we got Kit Kat or in Halloween. Chocolate, maybe? Hall- Halloween, we have orange Kit Kat, which is white chocolate dyed orange. And when a flavor comes out, like sometimes it's not even they, a flavor. Sometimes yeah. they stick. Sometimes they're around for like a month, and then they're gone. Uh, my, my favorite was Shit Cat, where it was, oh. yeah, where it was uh, mostly cat, very little shit. I have yeah. to say, it was very weird. Yeah, it, it, was, ha- it was like beef jerky, but it was made of cat in the middle. Oh yeah, no, it actually was no, not candy bar related whatsoever. Oh no, it was, no, no, it was like beef Mars. jerky yeah. rolled in shit, but it was made from cat. It was cat, yeah, yeah. But it came, but it was, came in a Kit Kat wrapper. But it came, it was Japanese. It was delicious. Yeah. It had like a it had like a Nyan cat type thing on the side, all digital. But instead of a rainbow behind it, it was just a string of turds it was leaving in its wake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and in front of it was an oven, but it was looking the opposite way, smiling, so it didn't know it was going to fly oh, into man. the oven. Shit cat. Oh, Shit so cat. good. I remember those days, man. But no, this one... Uh, give me a break. Give me a break. break. Give me, me off a piece of that, that shit cat, cat bar. bar. 
<laughs> we we kind of got that, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure if you were going to say bar after it, but... Uh, I wasn't sure if I got it right to that. begin with and I got it wrong. Yeah, shit, cat, Shit roll. me a break, shit me a break. Fuck shit me, me off a piece of that piece of shit. shit. Pedophile bears are fucking baby bears. Especially if they're 59 every night at the bar. Give me that picnic basket, yeah. (laughs) Give me all the picnic basket, yeah. Wait, that's not how it goes. No, I'm pretty sure we skewered some of that. But Jerry, you brought another one of these weird Japanese delicacies. I'm sorry, I'm not over it. Okay. I want oh, to I like put yours. whipped cream, That's why I want to go I, to it. but I just, I gotta say, I am definitely going to try whipped cream on a Kit Kat. It just looks like it's pretty good. You know what's kind of funny? The pastry on it looks very uh, fluffy and light mm-hmm. and white, even though they call it white bread. It's definitely not. It's a pastry. No, yeah, it's not, it's not like our white bread, what we consider white bread. Uh, a couple like weeks ago, um, my wife, she made a, uh, a crepe cake at home. Oh, that sounds good. She made a homemade whipped cream with orange peel in it, which is the same as the yep, filling yep, of this. Yep. And then she made a series of like vanilla-ish uh, flavored crepes. And you basically stack them and pour this like uh, vanilla peel whipped cream between every layer. So really, all you need to do is add a Kit Kat, and you pretty you much got it. You had a Kit Kat, and she made almost the same thing, unconsciously, unknowing of this. And when I say unconsciously, I mean she made this at three in the morning, and I woke <laughs> up, and it was just on the counter. And she was like still sleeping, and yeah, she was laying like, in a, she was laying in the fetal position in front of the the yeah. stove. Just everything was turned off. She was very responsible. Yeah, yeah, but just like orange orange rind all over the place. Yeah. But w- a delicious. I wish I could have had an audio recorder there to hear her. Like she probably did like a song. Well, she did like the Kit Kat song. Making a crepe, making a crepe, making off a piece of that Kit Kat crepe. <laughs> Except she didn't use Kit Kats. <laughs> no, I just, I just think, but that's why she, pulled, she I literally just it was cat turds out of the litter box. I just feel like it was <laughs> so still part of her song. Regardless, the yeah. Kit Kat's got to be part of that jingle i know so, you don't want to talk about your story but i do i, do I want, want to know this. about this because no, I, I didn't read your story i just thought it was japanese food related no it, well it, here's it's actually it, it's barely food related it's actually uh if you are a hamburger aficionado and who isn't uh burger king yeah aficionado uh especially you're like okay here's here like let's uh, let's open up the scene here um hey I, i'm gonna i want to go to uh i want to go get a a, a cheeseburger at a Burger King, that's great. And fucking go and be like, yeah. Oh. Those aren't words I say because I boycotted Burger King uh, a year ago. I won't eat there anymore. Okay, well, guess what? Let's let's open they, this up. They moved their company to Canada. This is and called tax dodging. So this is called imagination. So I'm gonna work with that. Nope, you're working outside of my realm. You might as well just ask me to shoot gay people in the head. We did that already oh, earlier shit. in the show through ima- right, the power go- of imagination. Fine. Can I just can I go pee while you tell this story? Is that a thing I can do? Can I take uh, a break? If you want to, yeah. Okay. You tell the story and I'll be back. All right. So uh, if you're a hamburger, so this is the thing. Uh, Oh, your stairs are back. (laughs) (laughs) I was totally waiting for you to catch that. It's it's been like a year since (laughs) you've done this. It's like, oh, I'm going to storm off, clack, clack, clack. And it just sounds like somebody's smashing a phone against the microphone. (laughs) It's still an iPhone, just a different model. Yeah, of course it is. Did you you fucking broke your other iPhone? That hitting? (laughs) Yeah. Actually, it's got a good timber, I think. It does, yeah. it does. Um, so if you're a hamburger aficionado, okay, so you go to the, you're like, oh, I love these cheeseburgers. Oh, it's so great. You eat them and you're like, and you're like, why do I only smell cheeseburgers in my car for like four days after uh, after this? I really wish it was like 10 days. And you're like, okay, well, maybe somebody should make a cologne that smells like cheeseburgers. So guess what? Fucking happened. Uh, I think there's only you a thousand. Think, you know the only reason why I didn't think this was ever going to happen? Um, because who the fuck would think of doing this? Flame-broiled f- fragrance? 
So it's liquid smoke? That's been around for yeah, like years. That's yeah, been around 40, for a thousand years. $40 liquid smoke. Liquid smoke has been around since water and no, smoke. Well, no, exactly, because let's face it, uh, like burgers That's how from, you make liquid be, smoke, by the way. You mix water and smoke. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's, it's common sense, really. It's a gallon of smoke to every two gallons of water, Yeah, by yeah. The way. It's, it's similar to like boiling sap or, you know, something like that. For yeah, you take, a, you take a jar and you hold it over a fire and you collect the smoke. When you get enough, you cap it. Cap it. Then you get a water, water you mix, uh-huh. and you have apparently Burger King perfume now. Yeah, it costs about forty bucks for liquid smoke. Probably some grease leavings in there too. And uh, to get the a, they're, they're only got they're only going to release a thousand of them. So you are paying money to smell like, like a Burger King cook. Yes, literally to smell like a Burger King. You could actually get seven dollars an I, hour. Can I, can I rephrase to, that? For this exact. Can I rephrase thing? that? Yes. There are no Burger King cooks. Uh, a Burger King worker, right? A worker, an employee. They, there are no cooks in a Burger King kitchen because nothing no, technically it's, it's, is cooked. It's, it's microwaved and put together. Yeah. Uh, Burger King and McDonald's and all those fast food chains do not have cooks. They're burger artists. Yeah, and I'm afraid, I'm sorry, if anyone's listening and you're like, man, I work one of these places and, you know, I don't want to. Life's hard. That's the only job I'm I can get. I'm not saying it's a bad job. We're not job saying it's a bad yeah, job yeah. and we're not picking on you. We're not trying to be well, assholes. you don't cook anything. You're not a cook. But yeah. you're, not, you're not cooking. Yeah, we've we've been cooks, you and I, and, and you are still. I am. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a head chef at yeah. a restaurant, and uh, honestly, I, I, it's, it's not the kind of cooking where you're making, like, creme de fraiche. Like, you're... You're. <laughs> you like that? You like how I said that? Yeah, I think possibly because that's never existed before. <laughs> well, it's a French word, so I threw it down. <laughs> Clearly, you're not making look creme de fresh because you know you you do not work at a French restaurant. Wait, wait, wait. We do make creme le fresh. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, but, but but you know what I mean. You're, you're cooking we, stuff. I'm though. I'm not doing that either. If somebody, but, I, but if I'm somebody orders, creating, okay, I'm if somebody eating meals. If somebody orders a burger from you, you take a burger patty and you put it on the grill and you wait until it's cooked to the desired doneness. You actually cook the goddamn thing. You, yeah. you are making something from raw, from pre, not yeah. pre-made, but from handmade, and then topping it with like gourmet toppings that are all intricately created in separate. You know, time. Wait a minute. You're, you're doing something that actually creates a product when all together is desert, uh, delivered to the customer. It's something they want and love. And but will Burger actually King be like, is flame Whoa. broiled. I mean, you know, six years ago and then shipped in a frozen patty. They actually patties, do. Yeah. Actually, I will say the one thing about Burger King is they do have a real grill. McDonald's and places like that don't. That's true. Yeah, but they're already cooked, and they're that's just to get like a split. They actually have yeah. the grill marks already on them. Yep, they do. Yeah. Same with uh, Applebee's. Anything you get grilled there yeah. has uh, grill marks pre-put on it. Yeah. There is no open flame. None yeah. in an Applebee's kitchen. Uh, flat tops and microwaves. Yep. Literally. Warm it up. So uh, heat it up. So it's kind of gross that this right. exists, but it's no grosser than the food existing, honestly. Honestly, yeah. I mean, and like I said, if you just get a little bit of Burger King takeout, it's going to be in your car or like the smell is going to be there for fucking ever. Anyway. So anyway, so that's it. Oh, we're, we got to we got we to hit up into some uh, web droppings, don't we? Um, not until we oh, do oh, Audible. We got to do an Audible segment. Yeah, we're not actually yeah. used to doing this mid-show Audible part, but it's part of our show now. And we've moved it to the middle of the show because I think it just kind of belongs here. At That's the beginning, right, yeah, it yeah. felt weird just to start with an audio clip, like, right off the bat before we even get a chance to talk to people and let them know who we are. Especially since we may have uh, we may have burned some bridges accidentally by putting uh, certain audio clips, like the one you're probably going to hear. This one's actually relatively tame, but we've been on a Roy Wells kick. Yeah, so again, Roy if you Wells' go to audio, audio clips are pretty, uh, pretty raunchy. Yeah, if you go to audibletrial.com slash loss, you get you know, all the stuff we talked about earlier. 
And we will have uh, Roy Well stuff. Um, this last week, we're going to do a Roy Wells segment. And uh, you know what? You want to just roll some Roy Wells right now? Yeah, definitely. Spanking is probably the most unconsidered model of balance. Though spanking is commonly seen as an act of submission, the spanked has the unasserted power to bring the spanker to their quivering knees. Each of these six stories paints a picture of spanking that is drastically different from the rest. N.T. Morley's I'm Going to Grab Your Hair gives us a play-by-play of what a man driven by lust will do to conquer. In I, Anita, Lena Fox shows us a lonely woman whose red lips rob men of their juices is finally robbed of hers. Rachel Kramer Bustle uses belted to depict lustful lashes from a belted lover. So that may sound familiar to some of you who've been listening the last few weeks. That is uh, Roy Wells. This is the last week we're going to feature him here, although I'm hoping some one of these days we're actually going to have our own little segment with Roy Wells. We're working up. Uh, might even ask for a little help on the funding on that. You've uh, you've been talking to him. I, I, I have been in talks with, with Mr. Wells himself to uh, kind of get a quote, to kind of go back and forth, figure out what kind of story we want to do. It wouldn't happen until the summer, probably, midsummer, but uh if, if you're missing Roy Wells, one, go to audibletrial.com slash loss and get one of his uh, great audiobooks that he uh, records for folks. It's not that he didn't write them, but he recorded the uh, narration. And, uh, and if that's not enough for you, hold off till uh, uh, or come back, you know, sometime midsummer. You might be hearing something that we uh, composed with Mr. Wells himself. Um, so, yeah, uh, at that now, can we can we now go into web droppings? We can. Let's do it. Web dropping. Okay, well, okay, my time of the show is over, except for that I will talk throughout all of these. But uh, you have been, you, you brought a couple of web droppings to the table. I did. I found a few that were actually interesting enough for us to talk about. These are some things you may not have found on the internet yourself, which is the premise I did of not our read, show. I did not read either of these stories, by the way. The premise of our show in general is that we bring you the news that you may not have heard. We want to be those people who give you the slant stuff. So um, if you haven't heard of Dicks by Mail. Oh, wait, I did hear about these just last night. When you yes. read the notes I sent you. No, no, no. You sent me the notes today, actually. Uh, last oh, note, shoot, I did. You're la- right. Last night, somebody at the bar, uh, I was down uh, having drinks with. The reason we didn't record on Monday night, like usual. Because I, I wasn't was... around. Oh, that's right, too. Yeah, but I wasn't either. <laughs> it actually, no, it actually worked really well. I remember uh, emailing you and being like, I can't do it this uh, this night. And you're like, oh, I ne- neither can I. Um, so I was having drinks with folks at my boss in the town, and somebody told me about this. Yeah. You can now um, subscribe to this mail service that will anonymously mail a bag of penis-shaped gummy candies along with a note that reads in bold type, eat a bag of dicks to anyone you want. And those of you who love uh, comedy love this podcast. And uh, I, this makes me obviously think about Mr. Louis C.K. Eat a bag of dicks. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I just think it's great. It's like the Ship Your Enemies glitter service where you would ship someone a, yeah. a bag or a box or an envelope of glitter and it would get everywhere when they opened it. Uh, it's just another brilliant service to like kind of, you know, yeah, rub what into someone's face. this a little less obnoxious. Face. This is actually pretty funny. Because it is candy. You're, yeah. you, they're, you're gummy like, dicks. Ha, 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 I'll eat the candy. And honestly, they don't look that far off from fucking gummy bears. Gummy bears kind of look like dicks anyway. Yeah, it says, we have a long history of sending dicks to people. Starting in middle school, those folded notes unfold to be a big, veiny cock. Right. Which I don't really remember from middle school. That might be a newer thing. IDM, it might be a new middle school thing. Although, actually, I don't know. Wouldn't they just text a, a dick It's a dick pics, yeah. That, that even seems old school, putting on paper. You'd like to, like, dick pic in segments? 
<laughs> like you put it, like it's a panorama and you put yeah. them all together and it becomes one penis it's like like 14 QR codes that take you to various websites <laughs> oh, that finally yeah. piece together a penis <laughs> oh shit now I know what I'm doing tonight yeah shit I, I think actually QR codes are even fucking uh, yesterday's news now kinda they still exist I still well, see them well they better exist now for, for penis purposes yeah uh, so uh, it says then moving to text where you do the eight equal 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 D to make yeah, a penis. Or if you're me, equal 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 equal. I don't have a tip. It's just a tip got chopped off. It's a very long stringy penis. It's like a piece of spaghetti attached to two walnuts, attached to a bag of grape nut cereal. Yeah, remember grape nuts? I'm just waiting for you to be done. <laughs> you were right, not cereal. It's fucking disgusting. I do. It existed. I never ate it. It was gross. I, mean, I just don't really eat cereal. I think the only cereal I ever liked was Frosted Flakes. I used to I used to eat uh, a Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It was pretty good. I like those uh, those hippie, crunchy uh, granola cereals. Oh, I love Any... hippie, hippie, crunchy granola <laughs> That's crunch. The name of it. <laughs> hippie, crunchy granola crunch. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I like any cereal. Almost as good as redundant doughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well said, my friend. Um, yeah, so this is a service. If you go online and look for, you know, bag of dicks, uh, yep. ma- mail offer, I'm sure you find <laughs> it. Uh, avoid the avoid the malware versions where they literally yeah. bring you, like, a bag of, like, chopped off Mexican dicks. Uh, yeah. Just... And, and they, they throw them at your enemy from a moving cab. <laughs> Eat a bag of dicks. Even if you live in small town like Wisconsin, but there's no yellow cab service, that yellow cab will drive to your they friend's will. house and it. they will chuck a burlap sack full of chopped off Mexican yeah. dicks at your neighbor's door. With a uh, $1,400 invoice for driving a yellow cab from uh, the next closest place. Yeah, and, and and pictures of I your mean, children Madison. at school showing that they know how to collect if you don't know how to pay. Right. Real <sighs> dick, like a bag of real dicks that children are posing with. I shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> Take that line out of context at some point and rut roll. <laughs> rut roll, raggy. Rhyme a red rile. Whoa. I actually really think that's funny, but whoa. Well, I mean, what? Scooby Doo is a pedophile? <laughs> uh, speaking of Scooby Doo, though. Scooby Doo, fucking Scrappy Doo. Actually, way whoa. more speaking of Scrappy Doo. Okay. Scrappy Doo is basically the mutant version of Scooby Doo. If you think about it, because Scrappy's got like a weird malformed, gigantic head. On the smallest, tiniest little body. And Scooby-Doo is actually kind of proportioned like a real dog when you think about it. Yeah, he's like a great name. So, right? so why is Scrappy-Doo right? like a mutant if you think about it? Why is he all fucked up and strange? He's like a, like a, yeah, yeah. I know you want to call him like a runt or something, but he's just not. He's just. No, no, he's not even that because it doesn't, like it's not, because runts are like this small little petite, you know, that not very healthy versions of the, of the dogs. This is like a fucking mutant. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of mutants, um, I ran across this story earlier, and much like you know the rest of our show, trying to be our usual, you know, better than the Daily Show by far. Uh, We we bring we we bring you stories that uh, that matter and that you probably have never seen or found. And this is probably by far one of the best examples of those stories. Uh, In South Africa, ranchers are breeding mutant animals to be hunted. Uh, No shit, we're not kidding. This isn't made up. Yep. Um, like uh, Frank Frankenstein animals, yeah. You may think like at first, well, Frankenstein like, oh actually was God, like a pe- bunch of pieces of dead animals. I don't think why anybody calls anything that's like genetically modified or anything like Frankenstein anything because Frankenstein pieces were like a bunch of dead pieces put together and it became alive. It's actually exactly. very in 
Uh, uh, this is tweaking the genetic formula of an animal to get a variant on them that could happen in the wild through natural uh, Darwinism. It's just not likely. But it's not likely because of their environments. Uh, And and for some reason, they keep getting shot the second you breed them. Well, that too. (laughs) Whoopsie! Um, Well, they bred like white lions and... uh, Peacock. uh, And uh, also, they took uh, the gold impala and made a uh, white flanked impala, which is completely white. Um, they've also taken some animals that are naturally lighter colored, like the golden yellow color of a lot of Saharan <laughs> animals, and made them jet black, which would... Now, the, the reason why this is something like you'd call it mutant is a jet black animal in South Africa would die from heat stroke. Right. Black absorbs heat but and it does, sun. It, in this case, it's not going to have time to because it's going to be hunted for sport. Exactly. And a white animal would often suffer, if it existed, uh, from high rates of cancer, from lack of protection from the sun. It's like an albino being in the desert. Yeah, or he, like he, me. He's, being he's not making it far. Yeah, you you throw a couple gingers in the middle of the Sahara. There's a reality there's, show. There's there's something to <laughs> yeah. Ginger in the desert, ginger on the run, uh, no, ginger on dead. his way to come home, but he ain't gonna have no fun. No. He's blistering, he's bleeding, he's dehydrated and dead. Woo. Ginger looks a lot like some bones on the ground of the desert when he's dead. <laughs> Oh. Hey, Ginger, how you doing in the desert? Yeah. You've been out there for two weeks. I'm very thirsty, and I, I have more freckles than I used to. I just want to die. Bang, bang. Ginger hunting, South Africa That style. was me actually just scaring them to death by saying bang, bang. Oh. They, they were so I thought they were maybe out. put on a camp like for to be hunted by millionaires like these mutant animals because, you know. Like the ranchers. Be, well, a very because gingers are, rancher. gingers are like half a percent of the population and deserve to die for lack of souls. Hi to all of our ginger listeners. While you're listening to this podcast, please make sure to go to our uh, iTunes page and hey, give us a five-star <laughs> review. Remember that satire thing we were talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, satire. <laughs> okay, uh, we're not getting... The Lost in a Podcast does not condone the hunting of gingers on the Sahara well, I have a lot of gingers millionaires. in my family. Yeah, I got to make sure to be careful of that. Only by hungry tribal families who need food. They use all the parts of the ginger. Mm-hmm. I know, they pray to the ginger. They do. They, they, not pray, they, they thank the ginger as they eat it. They, uh, they use his uh, inflated stomach as a soccer ball and his inflated yeah. uh, intestines as a uh, pool noodle and the, for oh, all the pools oh, that South Africans have. And the the bleached bones to pick their teeth of the uh, ginger meat. piece of the ginger meat. Yes. Surprisingly, it tastes nothing like actual ginger root. No, no, not at all. It tastes more like just uh, human meat. Uh, I believe ginger tastes like water. Mm, have you eaten a ginger? No comment. Moving on. Actually, moving on means we're moving away from this story. Um, it Actually, here, before we leave the story, it is a real thing. And before anyone's like, oh, my God, they're raising, like, weird genetic odd, like, one-offs of these animals just to kill. Um, a lot raising of these, anything oh, just to kill, probably. The, these are canned hunts for the most part. And they're breeding these animals to entice uh, very rich, often millionaire-style uh, game hunters down to South Africa to hunt these very specific animals that could never live on their own in the wild, and if they were freed today through some conservative's efforts, would die right. instantly almost right. they never the would have existed to begin with. But And the money that goes towards these, uh, some of these canned hunts for millionaires is like literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars per hunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They kill this Big one animal that was bred specifically for this purpose. For them, then, pretty much, to put on their mantle, if they can catch it. Pretty much. And they're like, I got one of a kind. 
Pretty much, yeah. And they can use the the money the for mon- actual conservation. Efforts. Yeah, for killing one genetically engineered uh, white lion that never would have existed, never could exist on its own, and was made just for the hunt, they can then go turn around and feed 500 lions for a year off yeah. the money they made off that. So yeah, Because they can buy a lot of gingers for that and feed them to the lions. Yes, gingers are a dime a dozen. They're fucking dime a dozen, dude. Even though they're only one per, half of 1% of the population. Oh, they're trying to fix that. Uh, is do you know something I don't know? Is there like a ginger breeding camp somewhere? Might For, force ginger breeding? Might be, might not be. I hope it's in something that's shaped like a gingerbread house. <laughs> a gingerbread warehouse that's for ginger breeding. <laughs> oh, good lord! Not not uh, not hidden whatsoever. Yeah, it's not very discreet. Yeah, it's a bunch of unhappy ginger girls in stirrups and a bunch of very happy ginger guys who wouldn't have gotten laid in normal society. No, that, that's anyway. the thing. Is gin, ginger uh, women, absolutely. Get laid. They're, they're beautiful. I like right? ginger yeah. girls. Red-haired girls are hot. No, that's the thing. Is they're because they're, they're like, oh, sexy. Ginger guys ginger just guy, look sorry. like serial it's, it's killers. Too, it's too bad. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Everyone that I know and am friends with included. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think so. Yep. So, um, what do we learn from the story? Uh, raising mutant animals is fine as long as the proceeds go to saving regular animals. Yep. Um, and uh, raising... always okay to kill gingers as long as they're men. Yep, and raising gingers for uh, uh, food is fine as long as they uh, um, get fed to uh, something hungry. That's ex- that's that's rarer than them. Some, it's some rarer than them. Rarer than them. Okay, like one. It's all part of the food chain, right? One, you, like, if you feed a rare thing to a rarer lion. thing, that's fine, right? I bred an Eminem with a lion once. Didn't work. You know what's really funny? Yesterday I was on the internet and I found a picture of Eminem eating M and M's. Oh. It was titled cannibalism. Did it? Oh, did it, I was gonna say that's like uh, it's. I was on Reddit, yeah. Reddit, Reddit's full of stupid stuff. In fact, I actually saw a joke below it's above that that I want to ask all, you right yeah. now. Okay. What do you call a cannibal that eats a coma patient? Uh, I don't know. A vegetarian. Oh. Yeah, you like this? Because they're a uh, vegetable. Because they're a vegetable. Vegetable. Yeah. Uh oh my god! That's I don't think deep that dish works. Pizza just popped up on my phone. <laughs> mm. <laughs> deep dish. So that means it's time for AV, AV Club. Club. I like how we said that uh, t- together. Like that. Um, uh, oh yeah, like uh, do 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 AV club nuts cause we do the thing and we didn't ever recorded it and this is the bit that we do every time cause we like to reference it like to pretend that I didn't record a bit didn't put it back in the show one time and now I'm just gonna have to sing the thing at one and then boom 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 and my dick fell out and scene. So, in this week's EV Club, wow, I, I'm sorry, I always reel from that. Um, we're going to talk about a new show coming to, I like the, to keep it uh, real. <laughs> to Disney HD. Keep it a real. Because you said like, real uh, from that. So, Disney. That, that yeah. <laughs> um, and my dick fell out. <laughs> Remember that one? from Dick? Uh, oh, I thought you meant from Disney. <laughs> that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, I was watching Ar- I- iCarly the other night. Yeah. Oh, iCarly's dick fell out. Fell out. <laughs> like, shit. It mushroom stamped her iPad, but it saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> and dick fell out. Disney XD. So uh, I don't know how many people out there actually watch Disney XD. Um, it's probably a higher percentage than we're watching it last year since Star Wars. Or that Wars. would admit, probably. No, yeah. no, since Star Wars Rebels is yeah, now no, I, on I, Disney But also, HD. I, bet, I bet a lot of people don't admit it. Yes. Um, well, Star Wars HD, uh, Star Wars Rebels on Disney HD uh, 
became the most highly watched show on Disney HD in the history of the channel. Oh, this the second Disney got uh, Star Wars. It became, yeah, it, like, it blew okay it blew everything Disney. out of the waters for ratings. Um, following up that success, there's actually been a resurgence of more shows. Now they got that nice Star Wars money rolling in, mm-hmm. and one of the they new shows coming Lucas out. Bucks. They got that Lucas Bucks. <laughs> they got them Lucas Bucks in them in their Buick Bucks. Huh. <laughs> Lucas <laughs> I went nowhere with that. I thought I would like follow you on that, but I guess it just went uh, nowhere, man. There was nothing to follow you with. Hmm. Chair, can you be funnier so when I follow you, I can be funnier? Yeah, see, I wasn't prepared for that. That was your fault. That was a lot of pressure. That right was there. your fault. I, I got to step it up a notch so you can step it to the, the next level. Yep. Okay. Now, uh, Star Dis- Wars. Disney HD used some of that nice, nice Star Wars money, and it's starting to put out some new shows. And one of them is something that I actually have a lot of interest in after watching the uh, the trailer, actually, during a commercial break for uh, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, the show is called Star versus the Forces of Evil. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're talking about it isn't because it actually looks awesome. Uh, the animation does. style does, is yeah. uh, Brian Lee O'Malley's style. Uh, if you don't know that name or if you think it sounds familiar, uh, that's the artist and writer behind uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World and Seconds and a few other books that are all pretty spectacular. Um, we're going to go out on this show with the uh, the theme song to Star versus the Forces of Evil. Yes. Uh, but the reason why it's significant and why we want to bring it up is because uh, there's been a lot of talk about women in comic books, cartooning, and a lot of these geek fields. Right. And how they're being harassed and forced out, etc. And, um, and, and, and it was there's a, uh, a shortage of them to begin with. Oh, and then God, when they yeah. finally do get in there, like uh, video game field, um, the yeah comic book field, these... Uh, nerd male dominated fields and it's hard enough to get them in and when they actually do finally find a, a little bit of a foothold they're kind of uh, uh, you know pressured out in a lot of senses yeah Disney uh, HD has been around for quite some time now and has produced uh, 50 half hour series in 30 years 50 original series okay um, out of all of those only one was created by a woman and it was 17 years ago called uh Pepper Ann, made by Sue Rose. Okay. Um, I'm not even familiar with Pepper Ann. 17 years ago, I I don't think I was watching any Disney. I thought I was too cool to, to actually... That was during that period, yeah, where we thought we were... We, we hit the later teen years, and you all think you're too cool for animation, comics, yeah. toys, etc. It would have been, been 50% of my life ago. It would have been, yeah, 17, 18 yeah. years old. Probably. But then you get a little older, and suddenly you realize that all of it is wicked awesome, and other people's opinions of you matter zero. Yeah. Just do what you love. I, I thought I felt that way in high school. Like, nobody's opinion matters, but then I would intentionally not, like, fucking... Talk about comics or something in front of certain yeah. people. People exactly, but that, I'd be like, yeah. oh, but it's not because of that. But in this case... Well, it's because everyone's yeah. so insecure in high school where you don't really take the time to realize that, like, being cool is about confidence, for one thing. And if you're confident about something and someone's like, you're a fucking idiot for that, that's it. That doesn't matter. Who yeah. fucking cares? Move on. Like, it's not a thing. But, um, yeah, this new show is actually being uh, headlined and created by a woman. Oh, my God. The second time in 30 years... Disney has allowed a woman to make a show for its network. Not allowed, just happens to be the only the second time anybody's ever tried. Maybe? Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. It's, it makes no freaking sense. It, why? Why can't... Disney. And Disney. you thought we were only anti-Semitic. I know. Why can't they just let anyone who comes with a good idea come up? Because you know these aren't the only two women who ever approached Disney well, about no, working. Well, and, no, and, and I'm thinking like... Okay, I understand the the percentage of, of women in the industry is smaller, and that's a, a issue in and of itself, obviously. And it's great that more and more women are becoming part of this industry and the male-dominated nerd industries, which tend to keep them down a lot. Um, 
But you know darn well the percentage is more than two out of 17 years worth. So it's not 30, even like... No, 30 thir- years. Oh, sorry, 30 years. Two, two in 17... Second in 17, 17 years. years. Two yeah. out of 30 rows um, of the network stats. The last one was 17 years ago. You know damn well, percentage-wise, there had to have been at least... Definitely more than just this one. Like, oh, hey, I'm a woman. Maybe I'll make a TV show. No. Yeah, uh, her name is... Uh, uh, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. It's Darren Nefsi. Uh, yeah. D-A-R-O-N. Daron. Darren. I wouldn't know, yeah. It's, it's a hard call. Um, who was all? Who was also uh, one of the ones that wrote the theme song we're going to go out on? But I'll I'll introduce that in a little bit. Okay, um, I gotta say it's, it is nice. It's great to hear. I, I'm very happy to see the show. The Brian Lee O'Malley style art, the the awesome theme song. It looks beautiful. It looks good. I'm definitely gonna watch and it. And to bring it back, I, I'm a huge animation fan, so I watch a lot of animation. It's got. Uh, we we were actually looking at some of the uh, IMDb stuff. It's got uh, Jenny Slate. Who Jenny is Slate hilarious. is great from the um, and, and we found out and there's a tie to Tucker and Dale that we were even talking about. We did not and expect. And Firefly. Uh, Alan, yeah, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. We, we call him Alan Tudyk. The yeah. guy who the plays pilot from Tucker, Firefly anyway. and Tucker. Yeah, on. And Tucker, on, and Tucker and from Newsreaders and a really hilarious uh, yeah. uh, person. And so there's all this connection to that. So it looks like a pretty cool show, actually. I just found out about it today when you brought it yeah. to my attention. But and if the int- animation looks really sharp and really cool. And if you're interested in other female creators in animation, um, there's not a whole lot of places I can tell you to go look, by the way. Um, I would tell you right now to go to Cartoon Network. And if you're a fan of Adventure Time on there, like you should be, because it's the number one not, best animated show on TV, you're a period. Bad person. Um, go watch... Uh, uh, you're a bad person? I said, if you don't like it, you're a bad oh, person. Oh, I was reading. I thought you just called me a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just said, randomly. I, I said, if you don't like Adventure Time, you're probably a bad person. Oh, I was going to say, go watch uh, Rebecca Rebecca Sugar's Steven Universe. Uh, Steven Universe is on Cartoon Network. Rebecca Sugar's the creator. Uh, one of the first shows in a while for Cartoon Network as well for uh, female uh, leads on an yeah. animated show. Uh, a brilliant show. It's in its second season right now. It's, I'd never, it's I'd never seen it. It's so, amazing. Yeah. Uh, first season's a little shaky. The animation's a little on the rougher side, but, but it did well, and they but, got a little money. But it did well. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, some money if you're watching some Cartoon Network, you should be watching Adventure Time and Steven Universe. If you're watching Disney X HD XD XD, XD, XD. Yeah. you should be watching Star Wars Rebels, which has uh, two female leads in it, by the way, that are very strong, very compelling, and very good. And you should be watching apparently uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil because yes. it looks to be uh, the next big thing. So, uh, for anyone out there who's into animation, those are our shout-outs. Uh, they're all female-led creative forces besides Star Wars and Adventure Time. But uh, please go see those. Actually, yeah. Adventure Time got a lot of props for allowing... Um, gosh, what is her name? It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, there was a, an alternate universe episode of Adventure Time where they reversed the genders of every character. Oh, cool. And they've done that twice now. And they tie it into the real universe by making it fan fiction that the villain of the show is writing. So every once in a while, you jump into the fan fiction world, and they've hinted that it may be a real world that's parallel to theirs. Um, so like an alternative N- Nata- Natasha Alighieri, she, uh, she's the one who does that. She's a brilliant artist. Uh, if you go to the internet right now and Google her and image search her work, she is one of my favorite artists. Uh, I'd say she's right up there with like Babs Tar for that creative, whimsical, comical look, but um, I- I'm holding my opinions on that for the moment because uh, Babs Tar is supposed to be on next week's show. And it's been three weeks since she agreed to be on it, and we still so haven't she, heard from her. So, so we, I'm, we, I'm, I'm we a little worried. We may not have the promised uh, bat, yeah. but but we we still 
Still love Babs. Yep, she promised to be on the show, but we haven't heard from her in three weeks, so we're a little worried our promise of her being on next week's show may be gone. Uh, Don't worry, though, that is the uh, 60th episode, and we do have an interview for you guys. Regardless. It just might not be hers. It might be someone else's. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, okay. So, let's, yeah. let's let's get some stuff out of the way before we go out on the uh, theme song. Uh, catch us. Uh, let's see. I'm Sonic Jalopy on Twitter, and I'm wearing pants. And Scott is wearing pants. Thank you very much, everybody. Good night. Uh, <laughs> you can find us at at the Lost oh, at Home. Wait, we're not done. We're not done. Yeah, you can find us at the Lost at Home on, on Twitter. Twitter. You can find us at uh, Lost at Home Podcast dot com uh, on 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 the internet on the on the internets. And, uh, but I, Lost at Home Podcast dot com. Nope. On Facebook. Lost Home Podcast. Oh, on Facebook. On Facebook. Uh, yeah. 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 Yep. On Facebook too. Yep. So, uh, with that being said, uh, you can find us on 7th Street and, uh, 21st on the corner. Just suck um, suck big, dick. Old, big old bunch of dicks. Um, because we're not against LGBT lifestyles. In fact, we embrace, we embrace them. I'll suck a two dick. I'll suck a three dick. I'll suck a four dick. You put a five dick. You put a six dick up inside my butthole. Yeah. I put a dick dick soaking all the dick dick. Yeah. I'll suck a dick dick dick. Sucking dick dick. Yeah. I'll suck a bag of dick. Bag of dick. Bag of dick. Dick 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 Sucking dick. So that wasn't a good enough song to go out on. So we're going to go out on Star vs. the Forces of Evil, uh, the theme song uh, written by uh, Darren or Duran or whatever, uh, yeah. the Nefsi uh, in Eagle Plum, and performed by Eden Scher, who was actually the, uh, I guess, the lead uh, voice of uh, Star vs. the Forces of Evil. So yeah. enjoy that, and we will see you next week. I'm going to suck a little dick. It's going to get a little bit harder. And it's still gonna dick. be a little dick. So I wish I had the tune to that song going right now so we could actually go out on us singing it, then it just becomes a real song. It's gonna get-